Yo, 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 we live on location out here in a hidden location in lovely Los Angeles, California. Today we got my main man, the young Thundercat. The Lou. Oh, oh, the Lou. St. Louis representative (laughs) in the building. Jordan representative. Jordan brand representative. You know, a whole lot of other stuff too, but we just gonna say that first. You know what I'm saying? And we got him in the building representing the Boston Celtics. Gold medal bringing home this season, Jason Tatum. Everybody, we appreciate you, bro, for letting us pull up, man. This appreciate is real you. nice sure. and luxurious and lovely. We chilling, knuckleheads live on location, y'all. We back. the loop back up in here yeah 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 you know just in case you boys didn't know <laughs> got my man here but yeah uh last time you was here man you know you took off you know you, you stepped up in the leadership role how was that to be so young and um start taking the leadership role Kyrie getting hurt and you you just kept the team in the playoffs and you know with your other team and how was that to just start leading the team in the NBA at such, such a young age that was that was my rookie year. Last time I was on. Yeah, he was yes, young babe in the woods. Yeah, barely saying anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It just happened so fast. Uh, I think what I envisioned for myself when I was thinking about playing in the league was like, I don't want to just get there. I wanted to be the face. I wanted to be one of the best players. And my opportunity came a lot faster than you know it do for a lot of people, uh, especially on the biggest stage in the playoffs, playing for the Celtics. So, uh, you know, I was young. We all was young and we was all on rookie deals and we just felt like we ain't had nothing to lose. We were supposed to lose and we won the first round. We won the second round and now we like, oh, we about to go to the championship. <laughs> so that that was probably the most fun I'd had, honestly, since I've been in the league. Just me, a young JB, young Smart, young T-Row. You know, we had Mook who was still proving himself and we had some vets. We had Al and Baines, um, but we just went out there like we ain't had nothing to lose every night. How did it feel like when after, you know, Kyrie is gone, he departs from the team, and then you go into it, you knowing like you pretty much the guy? How how did you feel and what was your perspective going into that season? Going into my third season, um, you know, we was coming off a, a down year mm-hmm. where we lost in the second round. Um, we had so many expectations and everything. Went south. Um, and for me, you know, I felt like I felt like this was my last opportunity because I didn't make the I didn't make the All Star game my second year, and I was like I like I got to make that next jump so I can be that that go to guy that star like you know make that leap in my third year. So that was that was a big focus for me. Obviously, getting back to winning, um, we went to these conference finals, but you know I went from you know 15 a night to 24, and I first time I made the All Star game in All NBA. So um, you know that was. That was a big offseason for me going into my third year. How, how how did that feel though? Getting when you got selected as an All Star, like that's like the the stamp of approval. You know what I'm saying? You were you arrived. Curious is like you won the ones. Yeah, I mean, I re- I remember the day I got that phone call because uh, that was 
probably the whole two, three weeks before, I was just, every game, if I had a bad game, I'm like, damn, I ain't going to make it. <laughs> then I had a good game, I'm like, all right, I'm going to make it. <laughs> so just to have that, like, all right, I, I, I accomplished something that, you know, I always wanted to and finally check that off the, off the list, uh, that was a dream come true. Speaking of the like All Stars, man, you big for the Lou to see you and 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 Bradley on the All Star team together. Like, how was that? You know, that was like a surreal moment to see both of y'all with these All Star jerseys on from the Lou, same high school. Like, how was that for you? Yeah, I'm, it was tough. My first year, I made it. He didn't make he didn't it. Make he, it. He, yeah. he was averaging thirty two games. Should have made. And he ain't make it. So my first All Star game, he wasn't there. But then last year, um, well, this past season, we yeah. both started. Yeah, so both on start um, lineup, man, how dope is that? We was both starting, we was on the same team. It was the first time we ever been on the same team. Um, and just, to, I remember the picture we took with our all-star jerseys on, and I was just like, I remember riding home with him from school, you know, him dropping me off when I was 12. Yeah. And now we on the all-star team together. That was, that was amazing. How special was that to have? Cause I remember seeing the pictures of y'all kids there too. Like, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? How special was that to, to not only be there with your boy, like you say, you remember riding to school with me now, y'all here doing it on this big stage and y'all kids getting to be there together and witness all of this. I mean, I, everything happened for a reason. Um, and you know, it's just incredible to see that, you know, someone took me under their wing, you know, now we playing against each other, you know, on the all-star team. And now we got kids around the same age and they getting to share that experience with us as well as together in our families. And, you know, being from the same neighborhood, uh, you know, it's something that we only could dream about. Straight up, straight up. How, how proud are you to be from St. Louis and, you know, all these guys come from these big cities, you know, like Chicago mm. and L.A. and New York. I mean, and, we talked about St. Louis like on, five on, different times. Can bad. I ask my question? You're you right. I'm sorry. Okay. So how is it, you know, to be from a small town like St. Louis and, you know, all these guys from these big cities to uh, represent St. Louis and, you know, for the kids of St. Louis to see somebody else go and, and do the accomplishment. Like, man, like from Larry to us, to JoJo White, to Anthony Bonner, to all that, to y'all. Now y'all making $100 million, you know what I'm saying, contracts mm -hmm. to the next generation just going to come behind that. How is that to just be from a small town like St. Louis? One thing about people from St. Louis, and people always tell me, St. Louis got the most prideful people ever. If you anybody from St. Louis and they go out of town, they going to tell you where they from. They going to let you know. know. They going to put the hat on. I don't go... I don't leave the city or go out the country or any state without my St. Louis. I took it to Vegas, Tokyo. When I, anywhere I go, I took it to Paris. I'm taking my St. Louis hat. I got it tatted on me more than once. As you got, like, if, I bought this in the airport in Orlando on our way out here. I, I forgot <laughs> I mine don't at the crib. You know? But let me just break <laughs> you know, it news. This like, your, your ID right here, man. I know all type of Chicago people that don't go nowhere. Hey, Everybody, first we of all, do do that. It, it, you, it's more identical. Like, let them, you can, let them finish you can see. <laughs> let them finish answering. Let them finish answering, man. It's red. Like, that stand out. Like, there's only one of them. Yeah. I, I love Chicago, but, like, y'all got... White Sox, y'all got the Cubs. I don't know which one y'all want to wear. We putting that one on. I don't know if it's the west side, north side, like what, what, what side y'all? It don't matter what side. You know Chicago when we in the house. Point blank, period. We, I ain't uh, trying uh, to uh, say y'all uh, ain't uh, proud, uh, when proud start, but like, so we say it with our chest too. Let him finish answering the question how proud he is to be from St. Louis. But it's different, y'all. Y'all got 
Rock, y'all had MJ, D, like y'all just big city. Big city. You know what I'm saying? It's only th- 200, 300,000 and you got an uh, obligation to come back to show the younger generation, like I played at Wolves, I played at yeah. this park, I've been to the Pro-Am, like I did all the things you doing so you can make it where I'm at. Or you don't have to be in the NBA, whatever you want to be, you can make it up out of St. Louis and yeah. you know be something special. And the support of the people is real. Like support of the people is real in the loop. Super you know, real. I'm, I, I feel it. you. Respect that. Respect the, to the Lou. All I was saying is that, you know, it's pretty real in Chicago, too. That's <laughs> it. You know, we love our peoples, too. You played a, a, the play-in game against Bradley. How was that? To, like, I'm going to be honest. I ain't like the idea of the playoff. <laughs> I, I, I hated it. It was good for the fans. Like, I'm sure the fans enjoyed it. Yeah. But at the same time, if I'm the seventh seed, Somebody that's the tenth spot, you you should not, not if, get a chance. If you lose two games, you go on. But if I'm the seventh seed and I lose two games and the tenth tenth seed get out, I'm sick. You, the, yeah. Do you hear me? I was, yeah. doing, I was doing TV at the time. They asked me like, "What's your opinion of four play?" I say, "Man, listen. I say, if I'm a seventh or eighth team, I hate it. I say, if I'm a ninth, tenth, or eleventh, one of them teams trying to get, I say, I love you. I say that's just the facts. <laughs> Shortened season, COVID, seventy two games." Maybe the ninth seed I could see for one year. The, I ain't rolling with the tenth seed. <laughs> no, there's no way. Tell, tell me this. Speaking of COVID, because you you have spoke heavily about how it still impacted you long after. Like, how is is that all clear now? Or are you back good? Like, how long did it take for you? Because you told me. I remember we was there. When we talked to Windermere when you came to work out before mm-hmm. you left. You were saying that you had to take an inhaler and all that. So, how long did it take for all of it to clear up for you? I mean. I was I used an inhaler from the whatever time I started to our last game against Brooklyn, so that was two two months probably after two months after I recovered. Um, I ain't used it in USA. I feel fine now, uh, but it was tough, you know, catching COVID. I was I had symptoms for one day, you know, I was sick and I was wasn't feeling well. But the the rest of the quarantine I was fine. But when I got back to playing, I couldn't breathe. Like I was, the game would start. They'd get the tip. We'd be on defense, and we'd come. Like I'd play defense for twenty four seconds. I'd come down, get the car, come off with pick and roll. And I remember I used to be like, "Damn!" <laughs> like hold on, I can't even. I can't. I can't yeah. play basketball. Like it would take me like a whole half for my like lungs to open up. Damn. And like I, I like I remember the first month I came back. You know my numbers was low. I was only averaging like twenty two, twenty three. But in like, you know, the media, they don't understand, but they was all on my ass. But like, it was real. I couldn't, like, I couldn't breathe. I was, I just felt different. My body felt different. Did you, did you, did you notice it right, right away? Or was it like a gradual thing? Like, what the hell going on with me? Or did you think like, I need to work my way into it? Or did you think it was like that right, right away? I, so like the first week, cause when you were quarantined, they tell you not to work out. So I was out of shape when I came back. So yeah, that's I, what I mean. Like, so I played like three games and I was, I was gassed. And I was just like, man, I, I just need to keep playing a little That's bit more. That's what I was saying. You think it was like and that? And the second week, it was always like, in the first half, first quarter, like I couldn't like 
like go back and forth, back and forth without being like, hold on, I need, like I used to be like, bro, I need to come out the game. Like, and I never, I never want to come right. out the game. <laughs> right. But it would be two minutes of the game. And I, I vividly remember one time at home, coming off the pick and roll, trying to go and be like, hold on, like just backing the ball up. Like, damn, I can't, let me kick the ball. Like, I can't play like this. Like, it was affecting how I played. You experienced the bubble too. How was the bubble? The bubble was, the bubble was cool. Actually, like thinking back on it, I don't know if I'd do it again, but. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you don't want to. But. I don't want to do that again, but the NBA did a hell of a job. Like just with that being the first time for everything and having all the teams there and all the personnel, like we were safe. And after like after two or three weeks when like we got our routine down and everything, the bubble was cool. Shout out Disney, y'all was in the happiest like, place on earth, kicking it. Chilling. We, I was out there playing golf in Orlando. <laughs> Straight up fishing. I was watching all that. Like, they yeah. fishing, man. They they kicking. And, like, it was, like, the safest place in the world at the time from COVID. We yeah. was, like, we was chilling. The bubble was cool. One, one more thing. So, I remember the first time you grew your hair out, you you started back not playing where you was like, damn this, let me get rid of this. Like, like so that. it's safe to say now that you 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 confident is not is not the dude. Not the you can do what you want to do what you do and still get busy. Cause I, I seen you come back. I saw he coming back with the curls. He ain't tripping no more. But I remember the first time you got rid of him. So now you confident that, that it ain't the hair. It ain't the hair. It's, it might is it the kicks or is it the hair? During quarantine, I grew my hair out. Nobody was getting a haircut. So I go to the bubble, I got curls. I never <laughs> I, I never grew my hair out of my life. I always had a low cut. And this is like your pops though. This is when I play your pops mm-hmm. in college. This is yeah, how he yeah, looked. Yeah, you remember Big Taylor Swole out that one <laughs> So we the we was like the first game of the restart and we played Milwaukee. I was two for eighteen. Damn. I couldn't buy a basket. That's the iron unkind. I went back and my trainer, Nick. He, uh, my my PT, he, we was like, we had a joining room. His room was right next to mine. And he cut his own hair. <laughs> like, that's how desperate I was. <laughs> <laughs> that's how desperate no, I was. gotta go. Like, <laughs> we play like every, we play every other day. So the next day at the practice, I knock on like, yo, Nick, I'm gonna cut this shit off. <laughs> he like, you for real? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yo, I, I can't. <laughs> so he, he cut all my hair out in in the bathroom at the, at the hotel, and I we played Portland the next day. I had thirty six. Hey like, man, right. let's see. You know what I'm saying, hey, shout right. out to Nick for coming through in the clutch, boy. Thirty six piece. But then I cut Caesar. I grew my hair back out, and I was like, man, I'm 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 cool. Like, I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't superstitious no more. And I played the season, and I kept the curl. Straight up. So that means, do you change your meal up? You got to eat the same meal. Uh, no, nah, I ain't. I ain't on that no more. <laughs> I ain't, let it go. Just gotta go out there and hoop. You know what I'm saying? Since we left you, when you first came on, you were you were not a member of Jordan Brand yet. No, it wasn't. Tell me, tell me how that how that love feel? How that feel when you got that call? Like, yes, MJ wants you to be part of the, <laughs> the, the special goat, task man, force. Man. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then when you get those those packages, boy. You know what I'm saying? I know how that feels. <laughs> All the way down to the socks and drawers, man. <laughs> For sure. It was uh it was towards the end of my second year. We was in the playoffs and I was making that transition. Um and you know, to get on Jordan Brand team, you gotta get the final say so gotta go through MJ himself. So yeah. 
to be on Jordan Brand, he got to personally want you to be over there. So for the greatest player of all time to, you know, seek you out and want him to be a part of your brand. And when I finally got to meet him for the first time, it was just like, <laughs> I ain't like, it's just a real person. Yeah. yeah it was, I'm, then all the packages, we get all the shoes 10 months in advance. You went on the Paris advanced. trip. That was your first trip. Yeah, that's the first time that I met. That was your first trip, man, and being in Paris. I know it was stupid. I remember right? when Jeff told me that you was about to be there. I said, "Oh, I, I said he was about to be there." That, that was it. Was it was cool? Uh, MJ was there. Yeah. Uh, Russ, Blake Griffin, Melo, Maya Moore, Maya Moore. Uh, we was all there together. Yeah. Uh, Spike Lee was there. Yeah, I remember that. Everybody was there, and we was there for about a week. Uh, we had a great time. Yeah. How dope is it to like, this is still on your little St. Louis stuff. How dope is it for you to, you know, now you've been, you are kind of like an OG vet and now your boy, your big bro, B. Bill get welcomed to the squad and brought in. Yeah, how, you know, how, you know. And now you feel <laughs> like, you know, now y'all joy, really you know? repping the Lou in the real way, <laughs> part of that special task force, you know what I'm saying? And now he getting the same love you feeling. Yeah, I mean, you got to keep it in the family. Uh, it was funny, it was my, my third season, we played, we played the Wizards at home, and uh, one of the reps for Jordan, he came to the game, and after the game, you know, anytime that I stayed a night in D.C. or he stayed in Boston, like we go out to eat or something, and all three of us went out to eat. He still was with Nike, yeah. And you know, I remember a couple months later, he was like, "Yo, the the rep called me. He was like, how you feel about you know we brought Brad to the team?" I was like, "For sure, <laughs> of course." It's on, and you know, we figured it out. Nah, nah, we on. We on, <laughs> you know, we on down there in the Lou. I don't know if you know about it, but hey, we on. But the uh, USA team this summer, like, uh, how was that experience? You know, you, you with the elite, you know, you, you finna go and get a gold medal. This is what we all, the process of everybody, you know, who play basketball, mm -hmm. you know, you want the gold medal, you want the championship, you want all that. How was that to be on the team with like KD and some of your peers and go over there and win it when people was doubting? Yeah. Uh, it was a it was a long journey. It was tough. Um, we started in Vegas. We only had nine players because we had Book, K Mid, and Drew. They was in the finals. Yeah. And then Brad was supposed to be on the team. He had got COVID, mm -hmm. so then we had to replace him. Um, I mean, in the season, the season was still going on. So a lot of us had just come off the playoffs. So we was relaxing with our family. Nobody was in the gym. Yeah. Like that. So we was we was a little out of shape. Yeah. So then you got to get in shape in the summertime. Then we got exhibition games, and it's our first time playing with each other. And everybody trying to be comfortable and, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to step on his toes. Don't I don't step on each other's toes. So we, we lost a couple games in Vegas, and then we lost our first game in, against France. And I remember we had, like, a like a, a team meeting with the players uh, after the game. And we was like, man, listen, we ain't come all this way. We didn't sacrifice time for my family not to win the gold. And we got the most talented players in the world on one team and we not being ourselves. Like, yeah, we, we got all, we was like, we got a bunch of guys that know how to play the game, but what got us here is being ourselves. So we yeah. had to figure out like, we still got to be ourselves and play our game and just, you know, figure it out as we go. We was all trying to be like, you know. Passive. Too passive, not being aggressive. And that's why, that's why we lost the first game and the games before, cause we just, and once once we figured it out, and it was over after that. Go time. Tell me how how it is and from inside the locker room, because I mean it was obvious after you guys won that you you know that that, that 
that you heard some of the outside noise. Like, tell me how that is when you, like you say, you navigating that whole process when you know everybody on this squad is a killer in their own right, but y'all trying to figure that out. You seen all these crazy stories come out, and so for y'all to be navigating through that within that process, and how how much tougher does that make it? Yeah, it it is, and it, it was also like we was in we was thirteen hours ahead from the East Coast, so couldn't bring our family, our kids. So we was just, we was isolated. We was, we was together and we had, it was like the days was long. So when we up, everybody back home sleep. So it was nobody to talk to. And then when we <laughs> yeah. going to sleep, everybody waking up. So all we had was each other. So we in a lounge every night, talking, playing cards, watching games, like we was just chilling. And I mean, we got social media, we seen what everybody was saying. And we was like, man, we gotta figure it out. Like, book k mid and drew like y'all ain't two days after the finals come all the way over here for nothing like we ain't sacrifice our time for my family for no reason like we gotta figure it out and we was all on board we was on the same page and man when we won i mean y'all seen the pictures we was in there with champagne <laughs> it was like it was a hell of a feeling well, how is it to have that gold medal in your hands man taking it home and bringing it home to your mama Repping like MJ you know, and, and, and Kobe city, and all these people before y'all. It was. Because you won it on a younger level before, but it's, you know, on that national team, this is that's the That's that whole, big, big boy gold medal. That's yeah, I, I played <laughs> USA. I played USA three times in high school. And, yeah. and when you're in that program, the, the end goal is to get on the national yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I remember being 15 and, and, and winning my first gold medal. And everybody on the team when we 15, like, man, I can't wait till we get to the to yeah. the national level, but it's like, it's it's, it's really hard. Yeah. So to, to make it to the national level and be on the, the Olympic team and, and finally get it is, is, is really heavy. <laughs> like, it's way heavier than I thought. And I remember like just taking it home to my mom and she was like, she got teary eyed. She like, man, you, like my son is a gold medalist. Straight up. Saying that and me, like, I didn't realize how big of a deal it was till we won. Yeah. I'm like, hold on. I went to the Olympics. I'm only twenty. Straight 20, up, like, bro. I that's, the, that's, that's 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 like, was Like it was a big deal that we won. How is it to hear that Coach K is about to retire? Uh, like Coach K is Duke. All we've been knowing mm -hmm. is that Duke was and Coach crazy. K. To hear he's finna retire and not be coaching that Duke no more. How's honestly? I mean, he was he turned 70, 71 when I was in school. So yeah. he gotta be seventy five. I remember when when I seen that Roy Williams retired, I kind of clicked on me like, all right, coach, he he gotta be on his way soon. Yeah. Um, but it, it's like you said, all all I've ever known, all we ever known is Duke. Um, and I'm just honored that I had the privilege of being able to play for him for one year and still talk to him all the time. I got a FaceTime from him when I after I won the gold medal. That's uh, dope. So me and Coach, we talk all the time. Um, I love him to death. And, uh, you know, hopefully he go out on top this year. Yeah. Did you get a FaceTime from Tom Brady, too? We was uh, – I we saw were... everybody get Tom Brady <laughs> FaceTimes after the gold medal. Did you holler at the Tom Terrific? I I, I know Tom. You feel me? That's how you know he on from, another From the double. Boston days. Look, look, huh? yeah. We know each other. We tight like that. Like I, me, me and Tom talk from time to time. Uh, I went up to see them practice when he was back on the Patriots. So we, I mean, we was on the bus. We was, we just got our gold medal. And uh, 
Draymond called him. Draymond was in the back, so I was like 10 rows ahead of him. And uh, I remember like Book and Zach and all of them said what's up to him. Uh, I was I thought about it, but I was I, I might have been on the phone or something. But I was like I I talked I talked talk to him later. Yeah, I I talk see, <laughs> see this is this is a St. Louis thing right here because I could hey, D Miles would do that. I can see Book doing that. He would do that and like look this that, that's crazy. Hey, well, you from the Louis you worldwide? Time, baby, time you know? my gosh. So I talked to him. Tell me about tell me about these fifty balls. You know what I'm saying? You didn't pass Larry Legend with fifty burgers in the within the Celtics uniform, and, and, and you're still a young boy in the game. Just tell me about you know what I'm saying? This scoring prowess and how you become you know what I'm saying so confident in in your skill set and what you do. I mean, I know the work you put in, but I'm just saying, just watching you grow from year to year. Just tell me how you've gotten this confident. Yeah, I think the first I remember the first time I scored. 50, I had 53 against uh, the Timberwolves at home, um, and we won in overtime. And uh, I had 60 against the Spurs. I had 50 against the Wizards in the playoff game. I had 50 against Brooklyn in game three. I remember it was after the second one. After When I scored 60, one of my homeboys called me. He called me the next day. He was like, yo, he was like, like you really 23 and you scoring 50 and 60. <laughs> He was like, I just want to know, like, what go through your mind? Like, how do you do it? Yeah. And I was like, honestly, I, I always had a mentality, whatever, like, if you do something once, you can always do it again. So mm -hmm. once you get over that hump, when I scored 53 against Minnesota, like, you figure it out. Like, all right, I hit, I get to the line 15, 17 times. Mm -hmm. You get your rhythm. You get some easy layups, back cut. Mm -hmm. Not a, the rim bit. You coming off step ups. You shooting side step threes. Like, I just, I, like, I know I can score 50, so I know I can do it again. I know I can score 60, so I know I can do it again. Like, that's just the mindset I have. Like, once you do something once, you can do it again. Yeah, you playing chess with the game, man. It's like, it's you playing a game in your mind and ain't got nothing to do with everybody but, else. But what goes through your mind when you look up and they say that you've already, you, you, you were Larry Bird? <laughs> like, come on, bruh. Larry you ain't legend, 25 man. yet, and they talking about you with Larry Legend. And you got so much longer and so much more to go and work to do and all of this, but you already right there with with somebody this 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 all time legendary greatness. Yeah, uh, I I remember when they said I tied the the scoring record with Larry after the game. I remember tweeting it <laughs> like for real. I think I think I, when you young and you in the moment, it's like it don't really resonate like how special that that is and obviously Larry being one of the top 10 greatest players of all time and just to be with anything you do be mentioned in the same category with him is like you know you're doing something special um I just look at it as you know I'm I'm 23 I got so much more to, to accomplish so much more I want to do I don't necessarily take the time to be like man like I got the same record as Larry it's like I I gotta beat it like when I get done, then you can sit back and be like, all right, I, I did a lot. But, you know, right now, it's like, no, you got, you got that, that window to maximize your, your ability and your potential. So I'm just trying to figure it out. I want to speak on, like, your pops and Larry. What are some of the things that Big Tat, your, your, your pops and, and, and Larry, when you was coming up, that you seen, like, some of them trips to Cleveland? when Larry was playing and some of the stuff that you seen coming up that was motivation, like, man, I wanna, wanna get there. Cause you seeing stuff 
from your pops and Larry that the average kid wouldn't get the opportunity to see. You walking through the locker rooms, through the back, mm -hmm. or sitting with the family and being in that game. What are some of the things that you've seen early on that was like, man, that was motivation for me to get? I mean, honestly, I, I just remember like being back home and going to the Bonner League, like the pro-am games on the weekend, like if you came yeah. or if Larry came, and I remember just pulling up and seeing a Bentley outside <laughs> yeah. or seeing an all-black Phantom and just being like, I've never seen this in person. Oh, Bug definitely had an exquisite yeah, whip game. Exquisite. So seeing like what he did and how he got there and like, now, that's not what it's about, but at, at 10 years old, oh, he got a Phantom. It's like, all right, I need to do what he did to get one of them. But I, my, my pops was, he he was the one who put the ball in my hand uh, from as early as I can remember. Yeah. Um, and, you know, from three to I was 14, you know, he was my coach, the person I worked out with yeah. um, and, and taught me everything I know, you know, about the game, especially at that age. Um, and he never, he never like, we never really talked about the NBA like I did. I used to watch Kobe and Paul Pierce and all them and be like, man, I can't wait till I get there. And he used to be like, hold on, like, you gotta get to yeah. high school first. You gotta hopefully get a scholarship. Yeah. I'd be like, scholar, like, I'm going to the league. And he used to just be like, listen, it ain't, it's, it's not easy, like, nothing guaranteed. Yeah. So he never, we, me and him never really talked about the NBA till I got to like, Probably my junior senior year was like, you know, if I don't get hurt or something, if I don't get in trouble, you know, I'm gonna make it. Yeah. So he was just always like, man, just worry about going to college for free. I like that, Tad. So that, yeah, he never, we never talked about the NBA. He was just like, just see if you can get to college. What, what motivates you now? What do you be seeing in the league that motivates you to be not only the best player, one of the best player, but, you know, the best player, you know? Uh, what motivates me? Um, it's a lot, honestly. <laughs> um, I think my son, first of, first of all, just trying to be somebody that, you know, he, he'll be proud of. Like, you know, I, him, I think about all the time when he get old enough and he go to school and he tell all his friends, like, who his daddy is. Like, I think that should be cool. Oh, that's the dopest thing ever. And just seeing him at, when he come to, like, when he sit course out of the games, and like seeing the pitches and after the game, when I scored 60, he ran out on the court. How hype you be. Like, I love that. Like I <laughs> yeah, love to be able to see y'all relationship and how you have him everywhere and how he love to be everywhere up under you and in it. And even though he don't really understand it, like you say, when he look back, it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's no better feeling than that. And then the, I think the second part is like being young enough to like, I still play against some of the best players as some of the guys that I looked up to. So mm -hmm. like all the guys, most of the guys I looked up to, I'll get to play against them now. And it's a lot of instances where, especially like my third season, especially last year, where like I people I looked up to and it's like, hold on, we like, we going at it. And, Straight up. and I think like playing USA basketball really helps out with that. Like playing against, Best KD the best. Yeah. every day and practicing and seeing how he prepare and you know he's like one of the, what what is that like? He wanted he he wanted the best players ever ever like <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I'm saying like what is it like when you when you get picked to a team and you walk in there and you got KD right there, Dane right there, Book right there. Bam, all these different dudes and it's like like you say when you looking at KD that's one of the greatest ever. What is it like to watch him? Yeah, KD, seven feet tall. He, 
shoot over the top of everybody. He is, you know, smooth and is fluid. And I played it like we went at it in the, in the playoffs for five games. And I was yeah, like, uh, I was, I remember during the play-in game, after the play-in game, we, like, we won. But then it was also like, damn, we got Brooklyn. <laughs> Congratulations. But that, in hindsight, like, that's what I wanted. I wanted, because those are the, those were the matchups that people remember playing against LeBron in the playoffs, playing against KD, you know, five games in a row. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, we came up short, but, you know, showing like, you know, I, I belong out here. And then just competing against him with Team USA and being on the same team and having those talks with him of him coming to me during the game, like, yo, take over, keep going. Like, don't look for nobody when you get to go to work. Like him telling me he's a fan, he like seeing me go to work was just like, damn, like this is somebody I looked up to and we on the same team and he telling me like, you know, don't pass the ball, go to, Go get a bucket. I yeah. saw he said when he was asked, you know, he broke, he he became the all-time leading scorer for the USA team. They said, who you think next? He said, you like, how did that feel to have somebody who's arguably the greatest scorer ever to say that you next to do that? Uh, that was, I mean, I meant a lot. Uh, and I think what I've realized is by earning, the, like to earn the respect of people like him and Bron, like when you play him, you got to go at him. Like I, I took that that mindset when we played him in the playoffs of like to earn the respect of somebody like him. Like you got you gotta go at him. That's like that's the only way he gonna be like all right, you know, youngin up next. And you know, I I felt that way after we played him in the playoffs and and um, you know just playing with each other and against each other in practice at USA. I just know like that's how you you know show respect and get respect of like you know not taking it easy. Cause of who they are, it's just like no, I gotta go at you. That's yeah. what I, that's like. So so when you leave that series, walking away from like you said, y'all came up short, but to a man, you 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 know what I'm saying you did what you could do, and, and like you say, you went at them. How do you walk away from that feeling? You know, like you you know, like you say, y'all lost. You got to go get better, and the team got to improve. But you fought, and you you showed you showed a lot. Yeah, I think. From every time you lose, it's a lot to learn from. It's small little wins or lessons that you can take. And um, I just, I felt like, you know, obviously we we had nothing to lose. You know, everybody expected them to win and go all the way. So, um, you know, let's take it one game at a time. Let's make it tough for them. And we tried. Um, you know, we we won game three. I had 50. And game four, I had 40-something, but we lost. Um but just knowing that KD and, and James and, and Kyrie was out there and, you know, them three of the best players in the world. And, you know, regardless how old I am, I want to go out there and say, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm up there with y'all. I saw that they all had moments with you. What were they what what was that like that the little moments y'all shared between each other after the after the series was over? Yeah. Uh I mean I've played with Kai. I've known KD forever and, and James. And I mean, you know, after the playoffs, you know, you show the respect, you know, you've been pushing and shoving somebody five <laughs> yeah. to seven games straight. Uh, so just those, you know, those are the special moments that, you know, a lot of people don't get, you know, until you get to that that level in the playoffs and stuff like that. In your Instagram, do they send you the LeBron dunk on every day? They said that every day. <laughs> That's too, never going to end. Yeah, I, I, see, I see the dunk at least. <laughs> If not every if not every day, I see it every other day. Every Since other it's day. Happened, whether it's Twitter <laughs> or on Instagram, I always see it somewhere that on my social media. That is crazy, but they'll never let nothing die down. 
tell me how excited are you to see Kemba get to go home to the Knicks and be, you know, in that atmosphere and just to know him being a kid from, from you know, Mount Vernon in New York and that whole atmosphere, what he did it when he went to UConn and every time he came to the Garden and how special that place is to him. How do you, how, how happy are you to see him get home? Uh, I mean, it's too far. I ain't want him to leave. Right. That's like. That's the first part. Kemba, that's my man. Like, I. I love Kimba to death. Coolest dude ever. Uh, you know, great, great teammate. One of the best personalities. Like he always smiling. Like everybody know Kimba just always happy. Jordan uh, Brand representative. Mm-hmm. So to see him leave, uh, but for him to be able to go back home, right? And I'm sure him being a kid, always dreaming about that being part. from being from the Bronx to playing, you know, in the Madison Square Garden. I couldn't be happier for him. How was it for you playing in MSG? Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody say that's the Mecca and that's the place. Like, how does that, like, how do you feel when you get to go there? Like, how that, how does that, like, that's that's a special, special vibe. Like, how does it impact you? Cause I know you play at home in Boston Garden every day with that, but how does that, that Nick Garden feel? Since I was in college, that was my favorite place to play. I had, uh, I hurt my foot in college. So I missed the first 12 games. So my first game back, we played it in Cameron, and I, I played like 20 minutes on a minute restriction. But the, the the game, the first game I played like four minutes, um, was like my coming out party. We played Florida at MSG. I remember Kyrie was was uh, courtside, and I had like 27 or something. And ever since then, for the most part, I always get busy when I get when I play in MSG. It's just like there's no better place to play. In my eyes. Well, that's that's good for a Celtics player because they in y'all conference, mm-hmm. so you always got to get busy up in there. <laughs> Tell me about your relationship with, with Jalen Brown and how, how that's grown because, you know, early on, they was like, oh, they got to split these guys up. They so similar. They this and they that. But, like, you guys have proven that not only can y'all play together and exist together, but y'all could be, you know, stars together and, and, and thrive together. So tell me about how that relationship has grown over the years. It's, it's been great. Um, two guys that got drafted back to back to the same team, same, you know, draft number. And every day, every day, every day, every game, you know, I know where I'm trying to get to. He know where he's trying to get to. And we trying to figure out together. But it's, in a way, we we pushing each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it had been times where he done done something in the game. And it's not like, and I'm thinking like, damn, like, I need, like, I'm trying to do that. And it's, it's been things <laughs> right. I done did where he didn't told me like, yo, like, so like we, all, we, we, everything we do, we compete in a, like in a good way. Like I'm pushing him, we playing one-on-one after practice. And we, I think the next step for us is like even feeding off each other more in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, JB is from where he started his first year and, and what they tried to label him is just like, you know, he couldn't shoot or whatever. And, you know, he shot um, 38, 40% from the three and made his first all-star game. Yeah. Um, I couldn't I couldn't have been happier for him. And, you know, obviously he hurt his wrist, so he didn't play in the playoffs. But, you know, I think, especially going into this season, you know, people talking about all the trades that other teams made and, you know, what we gonna do. Um, I think, you know, honestly, I, me and him kind of take the same approach of like, you know, I'm getting better and he getting yeah. better. It's not like we staying the same. No, no, so, no. you know, we 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 two of the hungriest players in the league. We we still try and get there. Tell me about like like you spoke about going to the new season, right? So 
I had the pleasure of of, of your new coach, Ime Udoka. That was my teammate. Oh, Ime. <laughs> two two different stints. I played with Ime, I and, played Ime with the Clippers, mm-hmm. and I played with him in New York for uh, I don't know. It, both of them was a couple of little short stints, but Ime and his sister went to college with me. His sister yeah. played on the women's team in DePaul. So shout out to Umfan, but. <laughs> He's one of the greatest, like, just individuals that mm-hmm. you'll ever, you know what I'm saying, encounter and just classy stand-up guys. And I know what he's going to bring to the table. Just tell me what you think of him, how excited are you to move forward with him as your new coach? Yeah. Uh, I met E-May 2019. He was on the Spurs staff, and that's when I played on the uh, FIBA team uh, with, with Pop. So he was there on the whole trip. So um, he came on this trip with us to Tokyo. So right. I spent a lot of time with him. Uh, I think the world of him. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. And especially that, you know, you, when you assistant coach first get their first head coaching mm-hmm. job, they, they hungry. You know, they, yes. they, they he, he called me, all, he FaceTimed me all the time. Like he sent me stats. I can tell, like, you know, he excited. And, and, you know, as a player, that's what you want. Like somebody that's excited and, and, and ready for the season. So, um, no. I'm I'm excited for the new start. How does it feel for the organization to feel like the organization is behind you and and believing in you like the like the Celtics organization? You mean that big bag? Yeah. <laughs> the Brinks trucks they got that backed up yeah, on them. Yeah. <laughs> talk about how, how, how talk that about feel that for, for be the Celtics and the franchise that really believe in you and want to move forward in the future with you. Uh, that was that was a incredible moment. Uh, when I got that, when we came to an agreement, I, I signed that deal. Um, I, I, I'm like growing up. I thought about like man, I'm be a max. Like you think about all these things, but when they happen, like it, it's real. Yeah, you can't even explain. Just thinking about everything you'd have been through growing up, where you come from, your family, and at 22 signing a you know, $175 million contract. First millionaire for your family. Hold up. You know what I'm saying? Did, did, did the cameras hear that? <laughs> Tell them how old you is, not art, how old you is and what you just said. I was 22 when I, when I signed the $170 million contract. And yeah. uh, like you said, for someone to, you know, believe in you like that, someone like the Celtics who you know, got as much history as, as any franchise ever. Um, you know, that was just, you know, I was extremely excited, you know, thankful, um, you know, happy, enjoyed it, enjoying it now. So I must ask this, you know, with that, we talking about that, it's only right that I ask my question. Cause last time you was too, you was too young. We spared you this, we didn't <laughs> go there with you. But now, like you say, 175, you know what I mean? Like, I don't hear, I know, I know, I know, I know for sure you done took care of mama. We know that's for sure and all that. Pops, everybody straight. What did you do for yourself that was like fly, flashy, like, ooh, I just got this bag, I got to have this, and maybe a little bit of that over there? What, what, Cause the 175, that's a, whew, that's hefty. Yeah, I mean, but you gotta know yet when you ex- when you sign your extension, you got a whole nother year yeah. before oh, you, you know, get to that check comes. So I yeah, but you you it's you, coming. You will waste <laughs> that light money real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna get this next year. Time out, time out, time out. That don't, don't stop time you out. from going in. Time out, time out. <laughs> this is this is what they call a segue because what he trying to do is talk about you don't do. First of all, you you endorsed up, so we about to get into that. We about to talk about all of that, but you endorsed up, so you ain't gotta like take a oh I got a time out and what now, boy. You could you could 
right now, instant gratification. You got all type of Gatorade, uh, Jordan yeah, over here. You got sandwiches. Hey, first right, of all, them ruffles, St. Louis uh, barbecue flaming hot. So hold on, let me hold it up. <laughs> For all the hood of us out there, you feel me? Even <laughs> with your Subway sound. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? You and Draymond on the Subway commercial. But, but, but what? let's get back to the question. We getting off the bag. What did you get? So, I'm going to be honest. I've always saved all my NBA money. That's why I, you know, enjoy doing all the Ruffles, Gatorade, 2K Beats, all those commercials. Mm. I heard that, man. Okay, <laughs> Jay, yeah. I see y'all. Rishi shout out, in shout the out gang. Jeff and Rishi. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Gang, gang. Whew. So I spend I spend that money. Yeah. I, I live off that money and I like nice things. I, I got a couple whips. I like I like watches. Mr. Nice watch. I, I like watches. Um, you know, taking trips. So I that that endorsement money, you know what I'm saying? They they come you out being my shot right now. What you did? I got a, um... <laughs> <laughs> what you, What's hey, the most here, expensive man. thing you no bought? Jeff, nigga, the this is a the most expensive thing. thing I got for Christmas, uh, I got myself 2021 black badge. It's, it's exclusive. And there's only a few of them out there. Black badge, uh, Rolls Royce Cullinan. Ooh. Uh, Rose truck. It was always... Since I was, like, in high school. Ready for it. Hey, listen, like, he said... Contest clues. I was, you know, real good and, and that type of stuff. He said, uh, it's only a few of them out there. <laughs> Black badge. I don't think I heard that reference before. Sound like some Batman type stuff. I heard Cullen. I know what that is, but he threw all the other things. When you say it's only a few of them out there, that means it's like a certain number of them. Exclusive club. I you know what I'm saying? And it sounds like the George Gervin or the, the El Dorado a little bit. Black on black. <laughs> You're 24, not 25 yet. 23. Tw- Hold on, man. This is really crazy. Okay, you 23. Yeah, my man you just made. run off all them endorsements again one time. <laughs> just run them off for me one time because I want to explain something. The ones I got right now? Right now. Jordan Brand, Gatorade, New Era, NBA 2K, Microsoft, Beats, Ruffles. Uh, Have Ridges. Emos. <laughs> I didn't see this man Emo. on donut commercials, all type of stuff. That was, yeah, that was a couple years ago. Listen, bro. I got right that. Listen, bro. This man ain't even 25 yet. They cashed out. Like, how do it feel? Like, for real, like, cause, like for you to have those type of, those are significant brands, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's already, you know what I'm saying, investing in you. I see they supporting your charity golf events and your all your efforts that you do in the community Get and stuff. Ready. Like, yeah, straight up. Like, how do it feel? To have that type of support and have that type of team that puts you in play with all of those different things, you know what I'm saying? Because that's like crazy for you not even to be 25. You well on your way to be the young Shaq out here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm waiting for him to be on general. Yeah, this stuff like, that, like, like that you've been saying your whole life, you grew up. Yeah, like you know you, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Buying some of these products and now you 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 promote 2K. Like, come on, bro. Like we know how you grew up on that, and now you like part of that, like all of that stuff. Yes, yeah, uh, I remember. Coming out of college, I was trying to find an agent. And, you know, Jeff, you know, just knowing what he did with Kai and, and Penny and working with Shaq and those guys. and um, J.E. Double, Jeffrey, Larry, Jeffrey yeah. Wexler. So I I got, my my pops got two other kids. I got a little brother and little sister. Mm-hmm. But I grew up the only child with my mom. So I remember I went to Jeff because Jeff only had one client 
that was in the league at the yes, time. Yeah. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? I need a lot of attention. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Jeff, my plan is to save all my NBA money. So like, I'm, I'm fine with doing all the photo shoots, all the commercials. And it's funny because sometimes I think about like what I was doing my rookie year and like how much I was getting paid for stuff like that. And like so now, what I'm doing now. What well, Fat Joe said, the price is not the same. <laughs> the price went up. All-star gold medals, price, the price go up. The price is no longer <laughs> the same. And I remember Jeff telling me, he was like, you do your part and I'll do my part. Oh, listen. So listen. you take care of business on the court. You know, you don't get in trouble, do things like that. You know, it make the job a lot easier. Yeah, like that, like, listen, we've been with Jeff. Me and him both came out saying, yeah, we chose J-E-Double together and like, that was the best decision we made, period, in life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for us, he like a, a obviously he was our agent, but he more like a big brother type figure, mentor type figure, and put us on to different things in this, in this game and business. Like, always get you right. And the thing you got to appreciate is he going to always tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. All right, store bench cut. Man, store bench trade. Um, you about trying to get you in trouble, yeah. Store bench trade. Okay. So benches mean like they six men coming off the bench or something? Yeah, they the first person off the bench. You got to trade one. We ain't going to cut them, you know. They're too good to cut, so we're going to trade. KD, LeBron. You know what I'm saying? How you answer that? Kobe. Huh? I'm starting. I mean, I got to start Kobe. Okay. I got, I got Kobe jersey downstairs in my book bag. <laughs> I got Kobe tat. Uh... I mean, them, like players like that never get traded. Like LeBron will never get traded. KD will never get traded. He's starting Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> we got a long pause right now. I'm starting Kobe. He thinking about the, the internet clips <laughs> swirling around. I don't know. I, you know what I'm saying? I, me and KD, we didn't want to go medal together. <laughs> we done been through something. <laughs> boys. We just came off that. We done been through something. Boys. Oh, I, I can't trade neither one of them. I, they can come off the bench. Kobe got to start. <laughs> so you said Kobe starting and, and LeBron and, and KD both coming off the bench. I feel that. About the Kobe tattoo. What made you get a tattoo of Kobe? Uh, I, I love tattoos. Um, and for me, it's like, it's a way to like express yourself. Um, I love, I love the process, you know, figuring out a tattoo, you know, going through the pain, yeah. you know, seeing it come to life, um, you know, how, you know, it, you place it and, you know, how all the, whatever story you trying to tell, whatever, how it come together. Um, and, you know, somebody as, you know, important and influential to me as anybody, you know, rest in peace to Kobe. Um, you know, I always knew, you know, you know, after, you know, what happened that, you know, I would eventually get one. I just wanted to take some time. I, and, I respect that. And figure, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, so I got 24 um, in a black mamba, you know, with the scales detailed um, going down the inside of my left knee. Uh, I seen eight and 24 play, mm -hmm. you know, but I was a little older when he was 24. So I remember that most. So that's why I picked 24. Tell me how dope is it to be, you know, now that you with Jordan brand and I done seen, you know, I done hit you a couple times, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, how dope is it for you to have that, that 
to be that involved in the process and coming up with the customs, you the PEs, you Color be having because you be having yeah. some crazy stuff. I just seen you, you know, shout out to Lou, your son, all type of different things that mean something to you. Like how how dope is it to you to you know for you to feel like you really putting your own input and DNA and, and, and impact on your own shoe every time out? Uh, I think for me, anything that you know is involved in like you know, my brand or something that I, you know, want to endorse or put out, you know, I, I want to put my all into it. You know, I, I, I love storytelling. I love having ideas and seeing them come to life. So when, you know, people like y'all too, or whether it's Twitter or I'm in a layup line and somebody from the other team, like, yo, like, let me get them, like, send me a pair. Like, that is a, like, that is a hell of a feeling. Yeah. Just know, like, the, the talks that I've had with the team, and trying to figure out what shoes I want to see and then seeing them come to life and then seeing people react to them, it's no better feeling than that. Oh, and coach, J. Luke man. be doing his thing. Jay, shout out J. Luke. J. Luke, that's so the coach. When the, when the Tatum ones come out, make sure y'all I'm get I'm waiting, it that's what I'm yeah. waiting for. That was my next question. When can we expect my man's own signature shoe? Cause it's definitely that time. I, I can't tell y'all exactly when, but it's on the way. It's Soon on the way. Come. I said, man, well, look, man, we appreciate you, man. We done pulled up on you in lovely Los Angeles, view, man. man. Pulled up to the abode, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You welcome us in. We appreciate you, man. That's a wrap, man. We got the young Thundercat superstar, young Jason Tatum, Boston Celtics in the building, and St. Louis is on. Dude, make sure you say that, bro. Please, you got to say that. <laughs> make sure you say that. I don't get jumped. St. Louis is on, everybody. <laughs>